As a cloud leader at Deloitte, I get to work every day with innovators who don't just wonder what's possible, they engineer it with cloud. If you're one of those people, you'll like Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, where my co-host Mike Cabas and I talk with business leaders and explore how to use cloud to impact business models, revenue streams, workplace cultures, AI adoption, and more. Join me, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud, where you get your podcasts. Bless you. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Old School. Jay Foreman, Rico. Rico's on some nonsense, uh, but this is not the time for me to rant. This is time for Rico. So, Rico, I got my coffee in hand. What's up? Rico, kind sir, what's happening? Now, I'm not really sure how this rant is going to go or what it's going to be perceived as, uh-huh. but it's um, not really me being angry at it, just me being kind of supportive and angry at people that are angry at it. Okay. Is coaches who have plan who, who have been coaching at a place for a while mm-hmm. and have plans for their successor for the future, mm-hmm. um, and my rant is the people that believe that those coaches shouldn't have that type of input and that the university should be the ones deciding who gets the coaching job. I believe if a coach has been with the university for long enough and has done, you know, good things for a university, they should have more of a say in who is going to lead the program that they've built uh, than not saying they have more than the university, but saying that they have a large say in it. And, you know, if the university agrees to it, then then that's fantastic. I'll ask Jay to chime in on this because because I want his opinion. Um, Jay, what 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 are your thoughts on that? Well, kind of kind of depends. You got it on. You know, we've seen it on both ends, right? You think where somebody like just in close proximity, just think of Bill Snyder, where essentially he took Kansas State from the junkyard to obviously where they're at right now. Um, and I'm sure he would have liked his son to be the head coach, you know, and that's kind of really been, you know, not a good way that they kind of handled it from Bill Snyder's standpoint. Or you have it where you just think like Duke basketball, mm-hmm. right? Coach K's retiring. Uh, he he handpicked this guy. You saw um, Roy Williams retire. I don't know if he handpicked Davis, but he's a North Carolina alum. I think it all there's two factors. One, the university, and and in, have they done it like this before, or it's kind of like their way, or is it somebody that's really taken this university, whether regardless of sport, up to you know heights that uh, they never could have envisioned before, and they have complete trust, and they're doing it for the right reasons to naming their successor. Sometimes I think these guys name their successors. Um, so they can kind of still be involved and control uh, the program or the sport, you know, from afar. So I think if it's done with the, for the right reasons, if you're for the university and to continue along the process of doing uh, what they've done to be successful, I think I'm all for it. Um, I think it needs to be heavily weighted. I don't think they should be making a decision 
um, because ultimately, as you've seen, sometimes even in professional sports, um, guys that are, you know, supposed to be successors just because like, say like Bill Parcells had, you know, the Jets, you know, in the right, uh, you know, right, right vision and mode doesn't mean that Bill Belichick uh, would have been successful. And that's why you've seen him be the New York Jets coach for like a day, uh, because just because the way that Bill Parcells did things, and even though Bill Belichick was as, obviously as close to Bill Parcells as anybody, it doesn't mean it's going to work for him. So, and also there's a money factor too. If you have has said university overextended themselves um, to be successful, maybe they haven't had as high as return on their investment as far as you know putting a new facility in, pumping money into recruiting uh, as they envision. And then it's like, okay, well, is the risk? going to be continued or the, is the risk uh, or the continued risk going to be worth the reward and especially if you don't have a known factor as far as whoever's taking over as a coach jay it it, it it jumps me back to tom osborne right that he at, at the at the end of his run right his ability to have input his want to have input and then his freedom to have input right is is that the right way to handle it? Like Tom Osborne, did he or did he not earn the right to pick his next coach, his, the, the 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 guy that was going to follow him? Oh, I, oh yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I think he definitely earned the right. Um, and by all means, you know, obviously it was a good good pick. He was Frank, so um, yeah, I definitely think he earned the right. I think Bob Devaney earned the right. I think at that point in time. Um, the continuity is, is, is so important. And we've seen when you stray away from the continuity, the long-term effects, not, you know, whether it's directly or indirectly. So I, like I said, I think it's a case by case basis. Um, I think they should have a strong opinion. I think they know the coaching staff. Um, if there's a guy internally or two that they, you know, could possibly be the, the, you know, the successor. Uh, better than anybody else because they work as much with them and they've seen where they came from as far as, you know, working their way up through the coaching ranks and how they can be effective leader. Because, um, you know, one thing Coach Osborne uh, wanted everybody to do is lead their own way, coach their own way, and, and just do it the Nebraska way. So he knew um, or had, you know, a good assumption of, you know, what would work and what wouldn't work. So w- when that thing happens, is that based on that that legendary coach's status or standing when they leave? Does that matter? Uh, yeah, because some guys may not want to re- replace a legend. I mean, just imagine who's coming in after Nick Saban. Right. Right? Um, is that somewhere you want to be, or do you want somebody else to go down there and deal with all that stuff and the expectations you come in, you know, second or third? Um yeah, I mean, look, if you're a 500 coach, I doubt you're going to have as much cachet, right? And you have one good season to say, hey, uh, the powers that be. I think, you know, Jay Former <laughs> should be the next head coach. But if you're a guy uh, like Coach Osborne, won three national championships, retired after, you know, uh, winning a national championship, and he thinks Frank's the guy, um, you know, and T.O. probably could have, you know, kept, kept uh, coaching, you know, of course. You know, it's uh, – uh, you know, his, his status and his weight um, because he's doing it for the right reasons. He's not getting anything out of it that he wants the university to be great. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take a break there. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, the basketball program and the freedom or the implied freedom of play knowing that your coach is safe. We'll talk about that and the women's game tonight against Illinois. 
Lots to talk about here on Old School. We'll be right back. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.